Hello, I'm Molly Upstill. And I'm Kathleen Gazzola. And, and welcome, welcome to Mum's Gone Tropo. Our little podcast where we as fairly new mums are having chat about life in the tropics, raising our family, the challenges and joys of motherhood, and also sitting down with some well-known and some not as widely known women about their mum journey and why they're raising their family in the NT. Say hi. Hey. Hey. Yum. Say hi, Mama. 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 <laughs> can hear all the rice crackers. <laughs> Mic test from Sally. Hi, Sally. Podcast debut. Say hi, Mama. Hey. <laughs> that was too cute. <laughs> We're back for another week we and Sally's are. joined us today. Yes. She's woken fresh from her nap and it is so cute to She's see really her. really got a grip on this microphone. It must be inherent. In and her. any crunching is the rice cracker that yeah. she's devouring. Hoping to try and keep her distracted by food. Oh, you want to sit in your own big chair? Okay. Big Take girl. <laughs> big girl. So I've started my fitness debut and it has been really good. I am much fitter than I thought I was. That's a win. Well, I haven't done anything for like two and a half years. I'm pregnant, breastfeeding, of course. pregnant, yep. postpartum recovery, et cetera, et cetera. So it's been like a long time since I've done everything, anything. And so I've gone back to the gym. That's really good that you've also stuck to it those beginning days as well. Well, yes, look. I've kept a low bar. I've been using like these gammon one kilo weights for like squats, but I'm like, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to go. Pelvic floor, still yeah, healing. Exactly. So I've taken it really easy, but the first day, oh my gosh, I was frazzled. Yeah. Frazzled. So frazzled. <laughs> I decided to wake up and choose violence. Didn't know if he wanted to wear Crocs or thongs. <laughs> Didn't know if he wanted to. Woke up to, on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> didn't know if he wanted to wear Crocs or his Havianas and then didn't want to wear his Crocs and then wanted to put one Croc on and then one Haviana thong on. But like the one Haviana thong he wanted on was for the wrong foot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, if you want to wear two shoes that don't match, that's fine. But like you have to wear the right shoe yep. for this particular foot. Anyway, so long story short. I got to the gym. I dropped him off at daycare. He's your problem today, dear educators. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) Realised after I was walking around all morning being like, why do my pants feel like they don't fit me? Like I was pulling them up at the back for like all morning and I was like, I've worn these before. Why do I feel like they're like cutting down really low but coming up really high at the front? I put my pants on back to front. So I got to the gym. I was like a little bit late and bless this gym. Shout out to Palmerston F45. They have a crèche. So they have an hour crèche of their 8.30 class. I don't have to worry about finding anyone to look after the kids. Just the girl that does the crèche there for the hour class does an amazing job. I have no issues leaving Oscar with her at only just three months old. And it means that I can get a workout in that I really need to start doing. Anyway, so then I've run back out. I've had to, like, stop and say to the class teacher, I'm really sorry, I've put my pants on back to front. (laughs) And she's like, no, no, you can't now. It's bad luck or whatever. It's, you know, you'll jinx it. And I was like, no, no, these are really uncomfortable. I've put my pants on back to front. I have to. Because, I mean, that would help the, the, you know, the butt area probably helps support the the mum pouch, (laughs) the mum pouch that we all get after having kids. Yeah, I know, but, like. Was uncomfortable. It didn't was work super this time. uncomfortable sure. on the backside because it was like going super low. Oh yeah, low. right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I've then put my pants on back to front. I've smashed this workout. I'm a lot fitter than I thought I was. So I was really proud of myself. Walked out. I called my husband like I do 65 times a day to tell him like any minor <laughs> thing that has happened in my life. And I have made my way to um, the skin check that I had booked in. So mm-hmm. I booked in a skin Very check. Very important. Yes. Anyone who hasn't had a skin check, please, I urge you to go do it. Yeah, so I follow this girl on Instagram. She's talking about it on her podcast. She had a skin check, thought nothing was wrong, and now she's having to do this peel on her face. And I was like, shit, I better go and get a skin check. I don't think I've ever had one. Mm. Um, I get melasma, so the coloring um, pigmentation around my eyes mostly when I'm pregnant, and a little bit hasn't gone away. So I was like, I'll go and get it checked out anyway. Couldn't have picked a worst pair of undies. (laughs) 
like the elastic was so far gone. After we discussed undies last week, you didn't have the good well, pair said, on. Not, I didn't because they were in the wash because I only bought one pair because they're 25 bucks a pair and who can actually spend $25 on a pair of undies mm-hmm. when on maternity leave? So very true, very I have true. one pair that I wear sparingly. <laughs> Anyway, so I've realised I need to get stripped down into my undies in front of this doctor and I've picked the Sexy. most embarrassing pair of underwear. Like the elastic so far gone that if like the, the breeze from the air conditioner catches it, like they'll flap in the wind. Like they are horrific. <laughs> and you and wore I, them to the gym because you didn't care if you didn't have those oh no, in the drawer. These were fresh pair. Of, oh, these were fresh right, pair. I, didn't go, I okay. went and had a shower. Oh. I put a, fre- a fresh, disgusting pair of undies on. <laughs> I know. Oh. God. So in the frazzled moment Did of getting you? changed between gym and I going to like the I feel like you doctor. would also be one of the people that would be like, look, I'm really sorry, but I I didn't select the best pair of underwear and just like try and justify I it did. to the doctor. There was a part of me that wanted Break to the say ice. that. The other, the, the other part of me was just like, you know what? He's here to look at my skin, not my underwear. He's definitely judging me. He definitely me. would have seen some other things. I know. Yeah, but so. anyway, my skin is perfect. Good. I wear sunscreen every day. Hats when I'm outdoors. So um, that's that's the main thing is that I walked out of my skin check a bit embarrassed. Cleared. But with good skin. Excellent. That's yes. That's the main thing. Very good. That was my intro to the gym and it's gone well so far. That's really great. I... I gave up my gym membership because I just wasn't getting the use. Well, I don't know what's going to happen when I go back to work. Yeah, it's hard. It's man, it is really hard to fit it in, isn't it? it? Is. I mean, we've talked about it so often. The things we have to do. My child is making up. a mess in the kitchen. Great. Um, she's pretty cute while she's doing it. She is. That's half the problem. Putting it all in is so hard. I mean, she's now starting to sleep through more often than yeah. not. So I feel You're not like a zombie in the morning. Yeah, exactly. So I've really got to gear myself up to get up before yeah. she wakes up to then go start doing a run yeah. or something. But yeah, I've I really need to prioritize that because yeah, I'm feeling a bit blah. There is not enough hours in the day. There really, there really isn't. isn't. Hey, and um, I, I said to Jack, I'm just gonna do a three month contract because I'm going back to work at six months because I want to. Mm. Um and I, like you, don't know how I'm going to fit it in. And I'm a morning workout person. I much prefer and feel so much better when I do it in the morning because in the afternoon, and I've tried to do it from work, yeah, and I'm just, I'm not in the mood. And even when I finish, even when I finish the workout, Mama, more, 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 yep, two sex. Even when I finish the workout, I don't necessarily feel any better because nah. I'm just like I grab a morning by the end of the day. Too. Problem is, is that Jack's a builder, so he works on a construction site. He's starting at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and take the other half an hour. You can't so just walk out of the house and lock the door. Out of the house, like <laughs> exactly. Like sorry, just give me a call if you're ready. I'll be back guys. in an hour and a half, <laughs> including travel time. I know. I was like. It well, has run through it my head where I've been like kicking myself and just be like, why can't I go do something? You know, like I'll put a sensor on be my yourself, baby yeah. monitor to be like, if she moves or if she cries out, I'll get a notification on my phone. Mm. I could just go walk the dog and just yeah. walk the dog. Oh, but I no, know. I couldn't do that. Child services, I'm not doing no, that. No, don't don't worry. Dogs. But yeah, I'm sure everyone can relate. Um, also, shout out to the few people that have messaged me and said they've now got a signature sent for their home. Hey. Yeah, you've got you've started something. I know, people I thinking. thought I was alone, but I'm not. A lot of what people, people have signature sent to mm. their homes. Um, and also photos incoming of green dress at the wedding. Yes. But that will be discussed in a later episode. So let's crack on with this week's. <laughs> Sounds good. It's my friend Becky. She's a bloody legend. Becky and her fiance Kat, they've recently welcomed their little boy Jed, who is now a bubbling and happy and beautiful little boy. This is an interview I was really keen to delve into. She's in a same-sex relationship. She's gone through IVF and finding the perfect sperm donor to start a family. So it was a really interesting chat and I think that a conversation that everybody's going to enjoy listening in on to. So, and I think some interesting like how does it work? How do you pick a sperm donor? Is, is it, it like, like shopping, shopping on the- online? <laughs> www.theiconic. Yeah. You know? So and it we kind, surprisingly kind of is. Kind of is. So before further ado, please welcome Becky Pryor. Welcome, Becky. Thanks for coming. 
Thank you very much for having me. How exciting. I've been really looking forward to this one. Beautiful little boy sitting on your lap and how he came to be. So thanks for joining us. He's giving me the little rock eyebrow raise going down. (laughs) (laughs) So let's always start off how we always start off. Give us your mum stats. I'm Beck. Um, 38. Jed is almost 14 months old. And he is very much a little dude. He, he is like a, a little, little dude. He rocked him dude. with his flat brim. I know. And I was like, oh, Denim excuse me. And everything. Oh, no, he's so cute. Way cooler than us, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Jed and he is a little boy with you and your fiancé, Kat. Yes. You are in a same-sex relationship. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, Jed is eating a toasted sandwich and he is not having a bar of feeding himself. <laughs> this is the first time. Normally he's got two hands going. <laughs> and he's interested in the microphone now. Beck needs eight hands right yeah. now. <laughs> Definitely. So tell us a bit about yourself, Becky. You and I played, fo- well, I shouldn't say played footy together because you played footy. You played for Pint Football Club at the same time that I was playing for Pint Football Club. Shout out to Pint Football Club. Um, but you were infinitely better than I ever was and I played I think B grade and I hurt my ankle and then you went on to like do amazing things at Pine Club you've just won your second premiership how was that that was awesome and I think I enjoyed that one so much because it was all pretty much in the same year like yeah had a bub have to try and get back to being strong enough to play again then get your bum to training no, to no, try and wait get selected. On a second. <laughs> you were like the fittest pregnant woman I have ever ever met. You were doing you were like 38 weeks pregnant still doing burpees. Oh my god. Seriously. I stopped the gym at 38 weeks because I was wondering who was looking at me and saying what to be honest. No, it was like <laughs> you were so fit. I couldn't believe it. You were there doing burpees and all sorts of stuff and I'm there just burping because <laughs> burping and sweating. And you were there like the fittest pregnant woman I have ever, ever seen. I was very fortunate. I just had the most, apart from heartburn, I had the most amazing pregnancy. And I was able to train the whole way. And And you're obviously a very fit person. Yeah, look at the guts on that. I know, right? I know. Oh, no, that's from carrying Jen. <laughs> size of him. No, I've just been really lucky and I was able to train the whole way and I was, had a really, like, quick recovery and stuff afterwards well, as well. So yeah. So return to footy was pretty inevitable? Yeah. I, um, didn't, Are you uh, finishing on a like, high? Are you going back? Oh, oh that's a definite yes. I know. There's, there's a long hesitation. Pause it's there. Like, I know I'm not meant to, but I'm kind of not ready to give it up. I think every season I say to Kat, oh, I think I'm done. And then I'm like, oh, it's pre-season. Yeah. And then <laughs> I've had a break. I've had a break. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. exactly. Um, so I can imagine I would probably get back down there again and yeah, have absolutely. a run. Well, it's a I great just, club. It is. And you miss it not being there. You go, well, what do I do with my time? I know. Yeah. Like, I found like I I didn't play elite netball or anything, but when I stopped playing netball because I had back surgery and I can't go back because I'll just do something and I would be even more devastated. And they're like, come down and you can, you know, be on the support team or, you know, helping in the club or coaching. I was like, I just can't sit there and not be on the court. It just, it would hurt way too much. And also like there's such a social element to team sports as well. And like when you become a mum, I found for the first time, I don't know about you, Beck, but, um, and Kathleen, I found maternity leave the first time around really, really lonely and isolating. And I think footy is that. <laughs> Jed's looking very chill. Made himself right at home. Now. He's got his feet. Oh, he gets the drink. <laughs> he's got his feet up on the table and he's just taking a drink, just laying back like it's no one's bloody business. <laughs> um, I found it really isolating. And I think team sport is one way that mums can really get hmm. back into it. But anyway, tell us how you came to be in the territory and a bit of your story and how you came to meet Kat. No worries. Well, I came to the territory um, almost 10 years ago. Um, so, yeah, I had a partner at the time who was in the army. And um, yeah, posting. so she was posted up here. Yep. Come along for the ride. And yeah, then when it, that went pear shaped, I was like, I'm staying like, I just love it here. My sister moved up as well. Not long after I did. Um, so we ended up yeah getting a little place on um, Casuarina Drive in Nightcliff. And oh. I was like, life's great. What did you love about it? <sighs> I think I just loved feeling really like free and just I don't know, being out all the time. Bike track, it was at the front door. Oh. And then it was just like great weather. Um, go to Nightcliff Pool and swim any time of the year. 
um, don't never had to travel far to go to work. Mm. Like it was just everything that Melbourne wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So you came up from Melbourne. Oh, I sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and cold. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was all great until you move away and you find something better and then you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. And now you've been here 10 years. And it's yes. funny, like the amount of people we've interviewed that have followed partners up here and mm. are here to stay. Yeah, because I mean. It's a common theme. Yeah, it seems like, and it, it's sort of as if people never contemplate coming here without having a reason yep. sort of thing. Absolutely. I think that's completely true. So then, um, yeah, after that, I kind of stayed as well because, I um, started playing footy mm -hmm. at Waratahs and um, was just loving that. And I just, I don't know, just was really, really enjoying my time here. I studied myotherapy down in Melbourne and then I moved what up here. What is myotherapy? I've I never even heard of that before. <laughs> I studied an advanced diploma of remedial massage. Um, oh. Yeah. So then, yeah, started working for um, like local businesses and then started working for myself. Five years ago, I ended up applying for the Northern Territory Fire and Rescue Service yep. and got in. So I've been a fiery now for five years. Yeah, was right. that something cool. that you ever envisioned doing or was it just like one day? Because I know they did a big drive probably about that time ago to get women into the... Well, because they never really had many women prior to that, had they? There wasn't many women yeah. in at that time, no. And, yeah, I was on the big course. Like there was 24... Um, I mean, if I was in a people. fire and had to be rescued by anybody, I would love to be rescued by you just purely because I'm like, <laughs> she's pretty fit. And you'd definitely be able to carry me down a set of stairs. Not many. I don't even think that my husband could do that. <laughs> oh, thanks, Molly. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it is a great job. And um, when did you meet Kat? On recruit course. Ah! For the, for the She's fiery as well. Yes. Over five years ago then I met yeah, Kat. Right. Wow. Yeah. So is that a juggle with Jed? Is she still a fiery? Yes. So She's having at work to, today. Yeah, right. So yep. Do they take that into account of yes. shift? They have been fantastic, honestly. Like um, when I was pregnant, I had to, like went on to day work. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, when I went back on shift, I, you just you just ask them, for, you know, like what you need and they're so good with families and stuff. How do you stuff, manage being awesome. pregnant as a fiery? Do you, like when do you have to tell them? Like at what point are you not allowed to go to like car accidents or fight fires or all the sort of things that yeah, fires do like at what and, point yeah. does it stop are they like no it's too dangerous for you and it's at risk to you and bub kind of up like kind of up to you but you have to be sensible about sensible about it so that's because jed was ivf so we found out one as soon as i was four weeks pregnant so i just went they do it through the blood test don't they yeah yeah so i just from then on just went to work um and just yeah said like I was pregnant I need to go on to day work and then straight away they're like well, what do you want to do I went into training like they had recruit courses and stuff um, going and they were running like internal courses and stuff so oh, I just went and assisted with all that oh, good. Um, up at PMC but yeah you can go and work in comms um, you can go up to like our capability demand center like CDC mm. and help out there this there is things that you lots can do. of things to do yeah that sounds like it's a way to like broaden your skills anyway mm. yeah. absolutely so yeah that was really good but nice to have a break from, I suppose, some of the really awful confronting things yeah, that fireys do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I did miss being on shift. Like when you work two days, two nights, and four days off. Mm -hmm. That's you do miss that. Like they're yeah. just going to like five days a week. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I miss the time, but yeah, I did enjoy the work in there too. And you then went on mat leave from there. Yeah, I actually finished work quite early. I'd finished at twenty-one weeks. Um, when I was twenty-one weeks pregnant. Sorry because I didn't get vaccinated um, when I was pregnant with Jed, so mm -hmm. I had to finish up work in that November that they yeah. were making people finish up. So yeah. wow, that was probably why I also had a really fit pregnancy too, because I had a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what I've been most looking forward to about this, this interview is your journey to Jed, yes. um, which was a fun little uh, slogan I just came up in my head with journey to Jed. Um, <laughs> Jed is an IVF baby. Yes. You carried cat's egg yep. with a sperm donor from the US. Yes. How – can I ask, firstly, before we get into that, had you always wanted kids? Had yes. you And you'd always, always seen children in your future? Yep, yep, 100%. I've always seen two children in my future, but at the moment one's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but always 100% wanted to be a mum. Yep. yep. And – thought about doing IVF or adoption 
Um, hadn't really thought about adopting, to be yeah. honest. I always wanted to be pregnant and yeah, yeah, have that carry, experience. So, yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. It's a pretty beautiful thing to be able to do. Absolutely. Talk, tell us how, between you and Kat, you made that decision to carry her egg. You were being the birth parent. You carried her egg. And also let's, like, really dive into the process of picking a sperm donor and the things that you guys went through to pick someone because it's a bank from the US. Yep. California Cryo Bank we used. Wow. Yeah. So tell us about that. So we, Kat and I both said, like, we just had the conversation, like, are we going to have kids? Yeah. And it was, we both wanted them. So we're like, radio. Um, there was pretty much only one clinic of that we knew up here. That was Repromed. So made our appointment, went down there and then, um, yeah, had a chat with um, one of the doctors there. And um, we had kind of talked about me possibly carrying Kat's egg, but we hadn't gone into much like kind of detail about it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until we had like a, a test done or something just to see like the, the viability of the eggs or the egg count or whatever they do. I can't remember which one it is. Um, and then what the doctor said to me like, Beck, if you like we were to use your eggs, you would possibly only make maybe like one, maybe two embryos just like the amount of eggs that I had. Right. But for Kat, she's like, Kat, great. Like, you know, we can make many. Um, so, yeah, we went away and had a chat about it. And, and then was that due to age or just just who you are? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it just, just – I think age does end up playing a factor in it because don't you start losing eggs from the day that you're born, I think, and then they just kind of deteriorate. Yeah, that's uh, why they say you're more likely to have twins as you get older because your body spits out more – Eggs preparing for the downhill slope to menopause. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's, a, that's a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> My friends have just had twins after already having a toddler as well. So, yeah, oh. that's that's a wild ride in itself. Yep. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay, so yeah. that was that. So then you had to go away and have a chat yeah, about that. So yeah. we went and had a chat about it all um, and we just thought like, People had said, like, you know, IVF's expensive. But we also wanted to – it wasn't even so much about the money. It was just about being successful and um, saving ourselves, like, the heartache and stuff of, mm-hmm. like, failed attempts and totally. stuff like that as well. So we're like, what's going to give us the best possible – Chance. Um, yeah, chance of conceiving, like yeah. – Yeah. So that was what we decided. That was how that came about. And so from there, then Kat needed to go through the hormone treatment. Yes. I was so glad that I carried and I didn't have to do that part because that looked horrible. Really? What was involved? um, So I can't remember the exact period of time, but there was a lot of injections involved um, to stimulate the ovaries or like blow them up or something. Um, and then, yeah, there's a day surgery procedure where they co- then collect the eggs. So, yeah, but there was oh, – I can't remember how long the needles went for, to be honest, but they looked blunt. Uh, yeah, I was glad I didn't have to do Blunt that. needles. <laughs> visual. <laughs> the people that out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then we cat, um, managed to get eight eggs collected. Yep. Was um, that a high amount or – I like think what that's a good amount, yep. to be honest. Yeah. Because just because you get eight eggs doesn't mean to say you're going to make eight embryos. Okay. Yeah. So, and so once oh. you have those, had you already selected the donor, or was it that yes. you start that and then you go on to that next step? Yeah, we had selected the donor. Um, so I think when we were at Repromed, they said to us, um, "There's like an, I think you could use like an Australian cryobank, um, which didn't have as big a." pool mm-hmm. as what the California cryobank did so not everyone in Australia uses the same cry- like the same um, cryobanks yeah. yeah so Repromed used I'm not sure what the Australian was we didn't even really go there um, we just went yeah we'll just go for the California because and the, why was that because the doctors had said that there was more selection okay um, for donors yeah right yeah. it wasn't about just fate playing a role and perhaps you could see that bloke walking down the street or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. Thank goodness. Um, yeah, it was definitely just we wanted a big, uh, bigger selection Fair. to choose from. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so do they, like, give you a pamphlet? Yeah, is it like a catalogue? You go shopping? And, yeah, like... Is that like, yeah. yeah, you're saying yeah, and I'm like, is this a really naive question? Like, Steve, 
uh, accountant uh, enjoys pina coladas and walks on the beach. This is <laughs> a very no. different Steve to my Steve. <laughs> Sorry, that was such Steve's a poor not an choice and probably pick <laughs> a different cocktail or pick <laughs> But does like walks on the beach. <laughs> Wrong name choice. Apologies, <laughs> Steve. John. Yeah, John. Yeah. So how does um, it like how does it work? Like and did you have did you and Kat say, you know, this is what we're looking for? You're obviously both very active people. Like what sort of traits or qualities were you looking for? Was that something that came into the selection process? Yes, definitely. So um, we, you pay for access to like an online, like the online um, cryobank and then they have like all filters down the side. So you can select, like choose your filters and stuff like that as well of what you wanted. Like, wh- like what? Shopping. Sorry, you need to go into detail here because I am <laughs> yeah. so into I'm like, like, you've gone to the iconic, yeah. you're yeah. looking for some dresses. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So it's like um, there was like, Finer details like eye colour, hair colour, oh skin colour um, and all that kind of stuff. But um, we weren't necessarily worried about that. Like obviously mm. like, there was your race and all that kind of stuff as yeah. well. And we're like, okay, love little half Asian babies. They're super cute. <laughs> this kid's already got two mums. So we're like, let's not make it hard, like, you know, yeah, for the kid yeah, kind of thing. Totally. So we um, just kind of put the filters on for us for like, um, Caucasian. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, most of all it was just, um, yeah, a Caucasian genetics. Male. So does his sperm go through a genetics, like there's yes. no family history of ABC? Yeah. So I think um, that was the other thing actually, that other reason why we went California Crybank because their expanded genetic testing was a lot oh, more than the Australian. Yeah. That would make sense. Well. I suppose they'd I probably be why. doing it yeah. a lot longer, would they? possibly mm. i'm not exactly sure of the reasoning but we were like all right well that's pretty good um for us as well so yeah we the family history plays a huge part it's one of the main things that you look that we looked for yeah we wanted a healthy baby so you can see the family background so you can see here um his background mm-hmm. um it tells you his eye color how tall he is you get all these high school um like information um, does he have like a degree or anything? Oh my god, um, they go into that much detail. Absolutely, because you what he think likes. having a de- like. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, is yep. that something? Wow. Yeah. But I guess when you're, I suppose it goes into yeah, intellect and yeah, absolutely. And it does that for um, him. So whatever information you get on him, then you get. Um, he's got two brothers, our donor as well. So it tells you a bit about each brother. And then the parents tells you how tall they are, colour of their hair, skin, um, yeah, like racial background as well, wow. um, education of them and all that kind of stuff that too. That is so thorough. Yeah. And the grandparents, it tells you. Um, you wow. Say, oh, yeah, and it's so, so it tells you have um, like what runs in the family, like diabetes, like Plumsies, anything like that. That sort of usual yep. GP questions that yep. the doctor asks you when you go. Yep. Was it hard to narrow it down? Um, yeah, were you like, this is our top three? Like, how did you get there? We just picked one. We picked um, one. We were like, beautiful, healthy family. And you do get a couple of photos. So we're like, and a cute kid. Yeah. So I like, but then you go back to, um, we went back to Reprimed and we were like, this is the donor that we've chosen. And then they came back and they said, he, unfortunately, um, shouldn't be coming up as available because he's exhausted all his allocations. So as oh. I'm pretty sure the donor can only he's have He's weighing too much <laughs> and it's all been used. 100%. He's one of our top <laughs> choices. <He's> got- <laughs> we have no cups Best though. sellers. That's <laughs> exactly what it must be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately we missed out on him. Well, actually not unfortunately. It was fortunate because it led us to Jed. Of course. Um, but then the same thing happened again with our second choice. Oh. So that by then I was getting a little bit shitty too. I was yeah. a bit like. Well, Sort your website out, guys. Like paying for yeah. a service. Yep, exactly. And then the donor that we'd chosen um, just had a really healthy, same as the others, healthy. This one wasn't as sporty as I wanted. He was more of a course. little bit smarter. So, his so parents- you were like filtering by gym membership. Yeah. Does he play footy? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Olympic and cats athlete. like we're fit. We probably need some smarts. So <laughs> <laughs> um, that was it. And then, yeah, he's, all his family were educated and stuff. They all had degrees. Mum's a teacher. Dad was an engineer. 
don't know what the brothers were. And I mean, um, you'll instill in Jed an active lifestyle anyway. For sure. So yeah, yeah. he already goes to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, and that was how he came about. Yeah, um, right. And so then they yep. have to fly the sperm over yep. from the states. Okay. So do you they like put it in a little esky and then deliver it? Like, how does it come over? It's not literally. It would be like cryo frozen, right? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's not literally frozen with ice packs. It's like. <laughs> Put it in an ice pack on the next plane over from California. <laughs> yeah. Your pathology then... bag that they pick up in the little Corollas when you give a blood test. Jed <laughs> <laughs> in the Corolla oh. now, zipping around. <laughs> but yeah, and then I guess I just, yeah, just store it until you need it. So crazy. Yeah. Wow. So in this time, Kat's going through her hormone injections. Yep. She's got eight eggs and then you go through the usual IVF process of fertilising the yes. eggs. Yep. And then they were planted in you. Yes. So we made, out of Kat's eight eggs, we made five embryos. Wow. Uh, yeah. And um, do you find out what those embryos are? Do you, is that a choice that you just say, oh, I like the gender and that kind of thing? You don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, they just go, you've got five healthy embryos yeah, okay. in storage and you're like, you beauty, and then they're there until you need them. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we, I, um, so that was in the January. I think Kat did all the egg collection and stuff like that. And then it was the year that we won the first, Pints won the first grand final. So, of course, I wanted to. What was that 2021? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to play that. And then mm-hmm. I was like, as soon as footy's finished, We'll be um, hopefully straight down to the reprimand to sort of get ourselves sorted out. Yeah. Um, yes. And then Jed was not our first time successful. He was actually yeah. our third time. Right. Our third try. So you, yeah. as in you had miscarriages? I don't or it just think so. I think it was or something. Yeah. Or? I just think I, maybe the second one was a very early miscarriage. Um, but yeah, I think the first one was just unsuccessful yeah altogether. yeah yep. i think they planted and then it just either sticks or it doesn't and then oh, your okay yeah i don't back. know what and the process was yeah. i only know this from listening to a podcast of another girl who is also going through ivf and she went into great detail of how the process oh. works so i from what i understand from her story is that it just either plants or it doesn't and yeah yeah you're a bit of a pincushion before you get um actually have it in like the embryo yeah um, put in so like what I'll with be, bloods and everything yeah you're getting your bloods every couple of days taken. Oh, because they so, need to know when you're ovulating, yes. hey. Yep. Yeah, right, because they, they can the only cycle. plant it when you're ovulating or, like, in that particular yep. time of the cycle yeah. window. Yep. Yeah, of course. Yep. So you're that at the hospital sense, every couple yeah. of days. Wow. Um, yeah, getting your tests and they're like, no, no, no. And then you'll get a phone call going, yep, you're good to go. You're booked in for Thursday yeah. or something. Um, and so did you, like, organise mm. this around shift work or did you tell your boss, like, this is what's going on and I need a bit of work flexibility? Like, or were you just like, oh, yeah, I know that I'm finishing at one o'clock, so let's make the appointment for this time? Or how did yeah. that work? In, if you're at the hospital every couple of days, like that's a lot yeah. of time. Um, it was, but luckily, um, yeah, like we work shift work. So two two days, two nights, four off. Yeah. Um, so for majority of the time, um, the blood test ended up falling like on days off. Oh, yeah. how good. Yeah, I didn't tell work until we actually... Um, yeah, kind of had the transfers done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, I just need to go on to day work. So you told them pretty early then because you found out at four weeks and you told them probably more earlier than most people would, right? Yes and no. So I told my watch commander um, who does all the rosters um, that, yeah, like we were going to be going through um, some IVF and then, yeah, like just for like a week or two, I'd have to go into day work until I found out after the transfer, if I was or wasn't pregnant. Yeah. And then, so a couple of times, the first two times, obviously I wasn't pregnant. Um, so then I just went straight back onto shift work yeah, after okay. that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so I didn't tell everyone, but everyone asks yeah. questions. Why are you going to yeah, yeah. work? Yeah. <laughs> Footy injuries, you know? Yeah. That's how I had to disguise mine. I had a footy injury. I was playing ruck. Here I am making myself sound like this amazing footy player, but I was just playing ruck in B grade. <laughs> and I came down on the side of my foot and I... I'm not even joking. I thought I broke my ankle. Like I thought mm. I would look down and see my ankle through my skin. That's how much Ugh. it hurt. Yeah. But in the end, all I did was like some ligament damage. And that does, everyone said to me at the time, oh, that's not surprising that it hurt that much because apparently ligaments hurt 
10 oh. times more than a broken bone does. I've, I I did my ankle at netball. I couldn't walk for two weeks. Like, yeah. I was on crutches for that long. I did my ne- my ankle at netball and it was one of the one of the few games that Steve actually came and watched. Oh, and so oh, then, like, the you know, I was like, oh, it's just a sprained ankle. And, like, I'd felt like a pop and it was just, like, it's complete so agony. And I had the, the L bruise along the back of it oh. the next morning. And I was like, I literally cannot walk. I need you to go get, like, he took me to work and I was like, I, I have to go get crutches. I can't walk. And he was like getting annoyed with me and stuff. And then I went to the physio and they're like, you've done the ligament. And I was yeah. like, see, yeah. it wasn't just a wrong ankle. It, it was actually it, painful. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it does it. But I was the same. And then I came back and everyone's like, oh, are you coming back to play? And I had found out that I was pregnant like two days after the pint ball. And I was like, well, I'm not going to go back and play footy because I'll be, what, seven weeks pregnant or something by the yeah. time footy goes back. And so I had to walk around in runners, but I was still going down to training. My boobs were so sore. <laughs> and, like, I was just doing the warm-up and, like, walking even though I really wanted to run just around. Rehab. I was like, God, oh. this ankle injury is bad. I was like, I know. The physios just told Dodgy me joints. two more yeah, weeks, yeah. two more weeks. <laughs> And then um, when I told my friend, when I told Greeny that yep. I was pregnant, she's like, I wasn't going to call you a liar, but I knew something was up. <laughs> Convenient yeah, injuries. wasn't going to. Absolutely. I, yeah, it's the best way to hide it, I think, <laughs> injuries. So. Helpful when you're super, super fit like yourself. Mm. Yeah. No. So now you've got this beautiful little boy and you have a photo on your phone that I said do not show us until we're in the interview because I want to like, have like a really authentic reaction to the photo as to how much he looks like cat because you were saying before that when people say oh my god he looks like cat like looks so much like cat but they don't actually know that you carried yes. her embryo yeah that is quite funny um i was just telling one of the ladies in the gym before um because i go to edge gym and he goes to the crèche there and um i was telling her i was coming on this podcast and that i carried cat's egg and she was like oh Oh my goodness! She's like a couple of the girls in the creches actually said that before. <laughs> so, um, but so yeah, just automatically assume that it, it it's your own egg with yep. a sperm donor, and been like super perplexed as to how this kid has turned out yes. looking like your fiance, <laughs> not you. <laughs> what's the rea- Like, what's the reaction when you tell people that you carried your fiance's egg with a sperm donor? Is it ever like? Do you ever have people that are just like really taken aback by it, or um, is it just not, not taken you... back? But you can see them thinking a little bit. Yeah, that's bit. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, definitely doing the maths. Yeah, like, yeah. But you carry it, so it is kind of like yours. It's like your blood pumping through him. So it's like whose DNA is he? Mm-hmm. I actually think that's really beautiful. I that agree. You've both played a part in bringing this boy into the world. I yeah. agree. It's the yeah. We've both got the best of both worlds. Really, like obviously. I think, you know, Kat's pretty gorgeous looking as well and he looks like Kat. um, Yeah, so and then I I got to carry him and, yeah, it's all been pretty perfect to be honest. Yeah, so show us this photo. I need to see now. It's got the photo of your donor. It's got, I mean, I've really asked for it in an inconvenient time, haven't I? (laughs) He's just having a drink. Jed's having a feed. All right, so there's a grid that I've made up and it's got photos of Jed, it's got a photo of Kat and it's got a couple of photos of the donor. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. He is a perfect 50 50. He is. Absolutely. Where's he get the curly hair from, though? Good question. We are wondering the same thing. (laughs) There's a throwback gene in there. Yeah, the curly hair's thrown me a little bit, but oh my gosh, isn't that amazing? So I went back because I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, we're like, Kat and I, where is his hair coming from? And I pulled (laughs) out the donor's profile and I think. One of his parents has like wavy hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of his brothers had curly hair. Yeah. So, um, but not blonde. I think both of his brothers were brown hair. Because yeah, he's very blonde. Because yeah. Kat's quite blonde in those. Isn't yes, she? Yeah. she is blonde. Yeah. That is a that is phenomenal. I, it's yeah. yeah, really a big mix. But you can definitely see the resemblance with him and Kat. That's for sure. But yeah, yeah it's it is oh. a splitting image with him, isn't he? Yeah. So do yeah. you have wow. you don't have any contact with the donor at all? He, he's no. just he's just a, a donor. donor. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. No. So you don't get any contact with them at all. No, so I mean, pretty you wouldn't much. want to. It's you know a piece of the puzzle that you just need to make your own family. Yeah. Oh, we can't. I say sometimes like we just look at 
you know, Jed, and we're like, he's just such a beautiful, healthy boy. And sometimes you just have this feeling that you'd love to be able to contact him and just say, thank you so much, you know, yeah. like oh for everything. So you've got two, you've got two more embryos left. Yes. Do you, are you going to keep, will there be more little Jeds or what's the, what's the plan going forward? And then, yeah, do you flip the, and cat? Does Cat want to experience it and do that? And um, so yeah, we do have the two left, um, and we're just going to keep them um, for now because yeah. I've I do want another one, but I just it's just not a good time. Yeah, yeah totally. Because um, you've got a lot on your plate. You were just telling us you've got an Airbnb. You're renovating your house. Yeah, I know it never ends. Job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going down south to transfer a job so you're doing six weeks of training yep. down south yeah there's a lot on your plate at yeah. the moment before considering having a second absolutely just see where we are in about 12 months or so yeah i think cat is um because they're her eggs she's like well you know what i've kind of got the best of both worlds here because i don't have to carry it yeah. and um yeah. it's my genes so yeah. i don't think she um, is yeah, sort of keen to carry. I yeah. think she was like, you know what, you did, you carried well. You can yeah. do that again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it will, it won't be anytime soon if we do. Yeah, um, right. The only thing is, I've just like you know, thirty eight, and lucky the embryos are only thirty four years of age, so they don't age. Obviously, they're yeah. frozen. Um, so it's oh my yeah. Gosh, there yeah. is so much so science much to factor in too, isn't it? Yeah. Let's get into some of the things that we, as everybody knows, we send out our questionnaire prior to any interview. Let's go on to some of your parenting pearls. Where did these ones come from? And tell us a bit. Tell us one of your parenting pearls. Um, I think like the favorite one that I've um, I've got, and I can't even remember where it came from. It was. Um, just something someone said to me it was just like just enjoy every minute because it's all so temporary when they're a baby yeah and it has been like feeling. such a lifesaver like sometimes I'm just like you know when you have a bit of a hard time or something you're just like it's not going to be like this for long it's not mm. going to be like this forever and I feel like it just changed all the time you know um so we literally have just tried to enjoy every minute of Jed like at every age um, cause it has, the time has flown. Oh, doesn't, mm. it doesn't. I feel like time it's, takes it's, on it's a whole like new a meaning, blink, doesn't it? A blink of an eye. Yep. I know. It's crazy. It is. And like one week different from the next and. Yeah. Just how wild. much they do. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It really does take on a whole new meaning. Yeah. Um, and this is a big one for me as well. Don't wish the time away. Yeah. Where did that, is that sort of s- comes from the same sort of, you know, take every, take in every minute. Yeah. I, I think so. Like people have always um, sort of said that, yeah, like enough, no one specific, but I feel like I've just heard it a lot. Like don't wish the time away yeah. because like you'll just, you'll just want to go back and have them at that age again. I know. Mm-hmm. And I know. that's what Jack says all the time and me as well. Like, oh, I can't wait till he's old enough to take him fishing. I can't wait till he's yeah. old enough to, you know, get him a go hunting or whatever they want to do. tell you what his I'm interests like, are rather than Yeah. Like, and I, yeah. and then both of us like, oh, we need to check ourselves and enjoy the age that he's at now because even Jack said to me last night, God, he's gotten so big, so fast and yeah. it just goes so incredibly quick. Mm. Yeah, it really does. Like just, I just remember going, I just want him to smile and then it's always like then he smiles and you're like, I just want him to do this and yeah. I just want him to giggle. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. And then all of a sudden you've got a 15-month-old. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. But there's one thing I haven't kind of wished away and because um, actually a good bit of advice someone gave me one day um, was like, you know what, when they start, when they get up and they start and walk, push them down. Because- <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of that. I get a lot of that, definitely. Because once yep. they're off, they're off. Discourage yeah. it yep. completely. <laughs> yep. And I was so lucky because Jed was a bit of a potato. Um he didn't start crawling until about 10 and a half months. Yeah. And like we tried to, you know, show him and, in, you know, what to do and stuff like that. Like, yeah, no, you said you, you went to the child. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you said you went to the child physio for that. Was there a reason or he, like he was just, um, just happy, just chilling? He was pretty happy just chilling. Like um, he wasn't, he didn't really roll much either. Like I felt like he kind of rolled and crawled at the same time. Like he just, um, and I went to a maternal health nurse and she was like, oh, it's rolling left to right and front to back and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. And she's like, I'm just going to book you in with the children's physio. Mm. And um, 
yeah, so I took Jed there um, and she's like, honestly, Beck, you've got nothing to worry about. Like his fine motor was crazy. Like he picks up a crumb off the floor with his pincer grip. Yeah. But um, but yet he couldn't roll just over. Just crawling wasn't yeah. on yeah. the agenda. Rolling and crawling just was like, not. But then it just. get to it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty low on my to-do list, yeah. mum. You'll get it when it comes. Exactly. Look, the food comes to me, so I don't worry about it. Of course, um, it was like our second visit to the children's physio. And Jed must have been almost one. So he was crawling by then, uh, rolling, but not crawling. Mm -hmm. And then um, literally the day after his appointment, he crawled. <laughs> I was like, cool, glad we did that. Good old kids, eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just holding out on me. But now you can't slow him down and he's pulling himself up on everything. And yep. I don't think he's far off walking now, but. Doesn't look like it. Yeah. But you know, once <laughs> they've got it. It just it's clicks, not going eh? away. It just yeah. clicks, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then their feet just can't catch up with them when they're running. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> their head on everything. Oh, oh my Goodness. gosh. Um, but I just want to double back and feel free to tell me if yeah. I've overstepped any boundaries already or that. But, like, you know how you mentioned that you would love to be able to, you know, say to the donor, thank you so much for obviously the beautiful gift. Yep. Kind of thing. Do you then, like, have concerns and I mean, concern's probably not the right way, but, you know, that the male traditional, not traditional, but the role model in that family unit and... Um, yes, definitely. Like, we just thought, honestly, like, we were like, oh, my gosh, we just want to have a girl because then it's a, it's a house full of girls and, yeah. you know, like, it mm. might be a bit easier for a girl to have mums and stuff. Um but then we didn't find out what we were having. Yep. So then, yeah, um, Kat got to pull Jed out, which was fantastic. She's like, it's a boy. And we were like, we always wanted a boy. Yeah. <laughs> we, we really didn't care. Yeah. Um, so that was awesome. But the thing we thought, um, we just don't want to lie to him about anything or hold any like information yeah. from him. So when he asks questions, we'll just be 100% honest with him. Mm -hmm. And... Um, yeah, like I've made him, like I've, everything that I've got of the donor, I've printed out in a folder for him for when oh, he's older. That's yeah, um, right. Yeah, that's so really cool. Like, mate, this is kind of all that we have. But, you know, just know that you're so loved and all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, like we always will have him in sports where hopefully there's male, you know, coaches and yeah. figures and then he's got an, like uncles and I mean, like, God, women are such multitaskers anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We definitely like, you know, has come up in a conversation like what do we do and stuff like that. So a part of me was like if we have another kid, I want to, I'd love to have another boy um, mm. just so he's kind of got someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, and. He's not 100% outnumbered in the house. Even our dog's a girl. Um, <laughs> so, at least he'll be very empathetic. Yeah, and yeah. Very tuned with <laughs> the female side of things. Yeah. Very nurturing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, and he's a real boy's boy. So, yeah, hopefully we can definitely, you know. I think you just naturally foster their interests anyway, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, you know, Artie's into trucks or whatever so you're like sure i'll just buy you all of the trucks and you like naturally foster that ingrained those ingrained interests boys mm -hmm. or girls yeah yeah definitely yeah so um yeah and we hope there's enough like male influence and stuff in his life too you know so he won't miss out on that hopefully yeah yeah and darwin is a very do you find it's a very welcoming accepting place Oh, definitely. I can't believe kind of how many people go through the same thing or like really similar really? things. Really? Oh, my goodness. That clinic. So did you have like a community to – did you have a community to fall back on to be like this is hard or this is what we're going through and shared experiences? Um, there was a friend going through something like at similar at the same time. I'm like I used to work with her and then I sort of saw her um, at a blood test one day and I was like, oh, my goodness, we need to, like, catch up. So that was really great and I'd catch up with her um, and stuff as well. So, yeah, like we obviously had a lot to talk about and then there were so many other familiar people I'd see getting blood tests and stuff there too. So knowing like, we were hey, going I through, know what you're here yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just such a busy place um, and you'd see couples walking in, like male-female couples, um, all ages and stuff and you're just like, you just don't realise how many people – are going Actually, through it absolutely mm. i was a little bit shocked to be honest so um, did it at first feel a bit isolating and then you were like then you realize that you're not you're definitely not alone yeah absolutely you're kind of like oh my gosh like it's not many people would do this and then you're like oh 
a lot of people have to do this. So, wow. yeah, I felt really sad for, you know, the couple, like the male-female couples that just, you know, can't conceive and, mm. um, yeah, and it's so lucky for them that there is this kind of, you know, stuff like The stuff science out there is where too. it's at. Yeah. I know, okay. it's absolutely yeah. pretty phenomenal actually when you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, the banks of the sperm banks and that kind of stuff, I mean, obviously in movies they make a bit of a joke of them or, you know, there's, people that do it purely just for money or whatever yeah. but obviously the outcome yeah is, is so important real, for those, like it's those a real families thing. exactly yeah. those families that are that are struggling or don't have the traditional avenue to go down yeah you, you need it i absolutely yeah, so thankful and what they were able to give you guys yeah definitely It'd be nice to know, like, yeah, why they did it. If they've got family or some, something that can't do it themselves as well and they've seen the hurt and, the you know, that they the go through. The reason that and, they did it. Yeah. It'd be nice to know all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. But they're good people, so that's yeah, good absolutely. enough reason. I don't know. I, I've never thought of it as, like, I want to get in touch with this person to say thank you. Like, mm. that is a really beautiful way of putting it. Yeah. It is. And like we oh the other thing that we got from them was like a little voice clip of him. <gasps> oh, so they like oh. do like an interview. Um and it was most of the stuff that was covered in the information that they give you, but it's them asking him and like, yeah, it's recorded. So you can kind of yeah, hear right. him and stuff too. And you're just like, Oh, he just he sounds like a nice guy. Like he's, And that's something you, know, you wouldn't really think is important or necessary, but when you think about it, you're Yeah, yeah. I think that's really a really incredible part of it also how annoying american accents sorry jed but american <laughs> accents are so annoying they're so loud it says me but like <laughs> at least it depends that's not on genetic. the person <laughs> so give us a mum high and a mum low a mum high oh it's always got to be when they start sleeping through oh. feel mm. like yeah, we're really <laughs> only, relate. she's almost two and it's only just now becoming way more consistent. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, well, you got there. We got there, we, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, except the past two nights. So did you have a sleeping? Do you know what? He's always been a pretty good sleeper, um, to be honest. I reckon the most he's ever had me up maybe is like four times a night, but he's never been hard to put back down. Like, <sighs> so like, I just get up, nice. feed him, put, yeah, it's been really good, but we got rid of him out of our room so quick because they're so noisy. So noisy. Yeah. So noisy. I'm yeah. like, it sounds like the dogs next to me going. Yeah, they like are noisy. Newborns are so yeah. noisy. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it with Artie, but with Oscar, he's there. <laughs> well, we can hear him. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, they are so noisy, unexpectedly noisy. I think yeah. you read about noisy newborns and how noisy they are, but. You don't know until you have mm-hmm. one. You're just like, motherfucker, shut up. Yeah. I'm asleep. Exactly. You should be too. Exactly. I remember my mum telling me because I'm the oldest of four kids and I remember my mum, we were just in a little um, like two, uh, three bedroom house and um, my brother had a room, me and my sister shared and then the last little one, Ashley, came along and mum's like, I remember having her in the room and I just wheeled her into the lounge room one night in her cabassinet and she slept there for six months. <laughs> Whatever works. That's yeah. a mum just doing what works for yeah. her, right? And then, like, we literally did the same thing, but it, it was, yeah, it was pretty early. I reckon it was, must have been about two weeks old and we're like, see you, bud. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah those, I think I was just too like, oh, my God, what if what if she stops breathing? That would oh, be yeah. that sort yeah. of thing. The, yeah, she lasted real six thing. months, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, all right, mate, yeah, fine. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be right. Well, he wasn't rolling, so I didn't have much to worry about. <laughs> hey, um, so yeah, that was good. So yeah, he started sleeping through kind of early, um, which is great. Oh, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for Oscar to drop that 11 a.m. Oh, 11 a.m. 11 p.m. wake, mm. and just to give me to like one or two. It hasn't happened yet, and it's kind of smashing me at the moment. But that's all right. Past two nights, you so don't look like it, Molly. Yeah. Oh, oh thank you. It's, I washed my hair. <laughs> Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> so I washed my hair this morning. Um, and hearing him laugh. You oh, said that was another mum high. It is. Isn't like it just best? that giggle. Yeah, absolutely. And you're just like, he's just a happy boy and, you know, means you're doing the right thing. The other one I put was just feeling proud of him, feeling proud of him all the time. And I go, oh, you know, there's such natural progressions, but I'm so proud of you. Like, totally. That's such a mum thing. thing. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with feeling proud over the most silly I tell her how things. proud I am over most days. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yep. And she's probably like, cool, mum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Just she's definitely in. the girl's girl, little girl. Yeah. <laughs> Mum's mummy's girl, that's for Aww. sure. 
And your mum knows. I'm about to wean Jed, so I think that's gonna that's gonna suck. Yeah. I have so enjoyed breastfeeding, and um, yeah, he's 14 months old. He's a big boy, and um, but yeah, because I'm going on this course and stuff now, it's just I'm not gonna be able to feed him when I'm away, and he doesn't like bottles, so I haven't filled up a freezer full of milk or anything like that. And I'm like, just I think it's turkey. just the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's only. Well, I've just fed him now, um, but he's generally only like on morning and night feeds now. So I think it's probably time to go. Yeah. It's um, going to suck, and I it does. I don't want it. I, to. I felt very much the same. Sally was fourteen months. Yep. When we stopped, and it was just sort of like got to do it at some point. We were on yep. holidays, and I just thought you come back and you reset the routine. So I was like, well. Yep. No time like that now. Yeah, exactly. I cold turkeyed at 10 months because I was pregnant and my nipples were first trimester sore and I realised after I cold turkeyed that he had already done it himself and it was like, oh, it was a bit of a shock to me. I didn't expect it and I didn't – I knew I enjoyed breastfeeding but I didn't think I enjoyed it as much as I did and the sadness that I had when it stopped but – yeah. I literally stopped in two days. It was just Jack doing the things that I would usually do with him just to like, yep. you know, cut that connection, which I hate saying cut the connection, yeah. but, you know, it's no way beat around the bush. But, yeah, it was a bit of a, oh, you don't need me anymore and he's happy with his sippy cup of formula. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm like. I don't know. I think I really enjoyed the bond with Jed too. Um, That's yeah. what I loved about it, that little mm. extra snuggles and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Mm. You, do, you have to do this. You play with their hair and, yeah. you know, you just look at them and you're like, I love you so much. Yeah, I made you. See these yeah. fingers? I made them. Yeah. It'll make it a bit easier for Kat when I'm at work and stuff and he's not looking for me. And so yeah. So, yeah. Do you think he'll adjust to eat pretty easy? Yeah, I think so. Even now when I'm on night shift and stuff, like I'll feed him before I go, which isn't before bed. It's just... To help me out before night shift. Cat's like, he's he's not really looking for you. Like, he's had dinner. He's had a little bit of yoga. Like out of sight, out of mind, right? Yeah. I feel like Sally was much the same. If I was yep. there, she'd be like, come on. Yes. Like, this is what we do. But if yeah. I wasn't, yep. Life she didn't usual. need it. Yeah. Yep. It is a comfort thing too because sometimes he can be on that boob for like, 15 minutes. I'm like, come on, mate. That is, yeah, you emptied on. that like 12 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, there is yeah, nothing there. Exactly. And he just looks at me with a smirk. Yeah. <laughs> You've also said comparison. Did you find yourself comparing to other mums, other babies? What was it about comparison that was a mum low for you? Definitely. I felt like, um, I don't know, like I had a couple of mums from mother's group and stuff and like we'd always talk but then I'm like, you know, oh, they're they're doing this and, you know, they're doing that and they're like a week younger than Jed or something mm. so I should be doing the same thing and, you know, and then he should be doing what they're doing and in the end I was kind of just like you've just got to do you and like yep. Jed's just going to do him and I'm just going to do me and, yep. you know, like I got the, all these apps and stuff. I'm looking at these apps and I'm like, I don't have time to be doing, like, looking at all these apps and stuff, like feeding some freaking pumpkin and broccoli and don't worry about what everybody else is feeding their kids or whatever. I just sometimes I think I overthought almost our own worst enemies, right? Absolutely. And all these apps are meant to help you, like the Wonder Weeks app. And I think if they work for you, great. If they don't, then recognise that and get rid of them. With Adi, I got rid of the Wonder Weeks app so fast because at any grouchy night I'm like, maybe he's going through a leap. Maybe he's got this maybe he's doing this and I'm like looking through all of these things and it's like maybe he's just 10 weeks old and he's learning how to adjust to life on the outside of a womb after being in there for 40 weeks yes and he's just being a baby like you don't need a reason to have a grouchy baby it's just not all of us wake up on the right side of the bed absolutely Mm. the leap thing was so weird I was like yeah, heaps of people like we'd be talking about the leaps and I'm like, I have not noticed any change in Jed whatsoever. And they'll be like, oh, he's supposed to be going through this leap and he's not going through this leap. He's he's not doing that. So then I was just like, yeah, I was the uh, same, Molly. I just was spot, like, delete yeah. this because yeah. he's not an upset baby going through a leap. Which then so. goes <laughs> to the whole frustration or the the disappointment with the, the comparison, the difficulty with that is that you're like, why is he not doing what that app says? But yep. for me, the Wonder Weeks app, helped me because it gave me something to blame yeah when he was having when she was having a, a grouchy Difficult time day. and yes. I was struggling and was like yeah. what is wrong with you I can't I don't yeah. know what I'm doing like yeah completely lost but then that kind of gave me 
Okay, so there is. And then you can see this. the end of yeah. it as well with yeah, the Wonder yeah. Weeks app. Yeah, see, Artie, not leapy. Oscar, very, very leapy. <laughs> and I have yeah. downloaded the Wonder Weeks app again. And yes. I'm like, yeah, have I re-downloaded it? Because yeah. Oscar, to the day, has been yep. little leapy boy. Yeah, yeah very Sal was very on point with it as well. Yeah. How wow, interesting. Wow, very mm. funny. I know. Because mm. he was so like different. Unleapy. Mm. So, um, yeah, that was why I thought, nah. Alrighty, I reckon I need to wrap it up on this fun fact about you. If you could only eat one type of food for the rest of your life, it would be fur, 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 fur. fur. Yep. I. That's weird for a territory. I would have thought it'd be laksa, but it's. No. Oh, see, wet. I much prefer fur than laksa, and I'm a brawn and bread territory. Oh Yay. my gosh! Yeah, what is it about fur? I don't know. It's just delicious. I just love the, especially when you get a really fragrant broth and stuff. And then I just love shoving all the basil in there and just, I just love it. You had the one at Non La, Nucky Street. I haven't done Non La. That's Where's my tip. Non La? Um, I do know where the it Mitchell Centre, like on that, just Need around that corner on Nucky Street, across oh. from Tamarind Park. Yeah. Oh. I rate that one. That's my fave. You have to, all right, I'll try that. And you have to try. There's a place in Milner that's open called Big Bites. Oh. And it's where, um, it's in the, on Milner, what is that? Sabine Road in okay. that block of shops on Big the corner. Oh, where the pizza shop is and the IGA and the Indian there. There's an, on the corner of McMillan's and Sabine. Yes. Yeah. Yep. There's Vietnamese in there and that they're really good and they do amazing banh mi as well. Ooh, okay. The other one's all Rapid right, Creek well, that's a hot tip. Yeah, yes. I think I've had Rapid Creek fur. Yeah. They're probably my two favorites. The sushi at Rapid Creek is really good. Yeah, I know. The yes. sushi at Rapid Creek is delicious. Yeah. Oh, see, I haven't had that either. Well, on those recommendations, let's yeah, wrap, wrap it up. up. Thank you so much for your time. What a beautiful chat. I really enjoyed that. I think everyone's going to love this and episode. And love being, love being able to see Jed here in the flesh as well. I know. Oh, and those you. photos, that is phenomenal. Yeah. Jeans, that is actually man. amazing, isn't it? How something, something, someone can be like so 50-50 and but – you have your blood pump. Like, I don't know. I just think it's really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so thank you, thank you for sharing your story with us. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. Actually. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Spot a baby and a toddler and a sleeping toddler. <laughs> I know. She slipped through. Shock. Oh, how good. Beautiful. Jed's, Jed's wrapping himself up in headphones. He's oh, been very well behaved. Wouldn't expect anything less from the toddlers. Yeah, so that's us this week. Like, like subscribe. subscribe. Tell your friends. Share it on your Instagram stories. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.